here we are, our second show, The Hot Pod. My name's Justin Hodson. I'm Allison Peacock. And welcome back to uh, show number two. This is show number two, man. We're, we're racking them up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're professional podcasters now. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. We, we got it down to a... Are you sure it's just, we just don't, just we like to talk? <laughs> <laughs> we do like to hear ourselves talk. I th- Yeah, I, th- I think that's true. Yeah. So um, what are we talking about today? Social media. Ooh. You know? There's only a couple out there. Yeah. Two or three, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Just Facebook. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Social media investigations and how it plays in uh, investigations and, and, and insurance defense uh, for attorneys and, and um, adjusters. Um, so how – let's let's start with the basics. How is it used in investigations? Yeah. You know, I – if hopefully everyone's watched our first episode, we talked about surveillance, and I like to call social media investigations cyber surveillance. Sure. That's what I like to uh, basically equate it to because you're really doing uh, a surveillance, but on what someone else is putting out there. Um, again, though, going back to that premise of we are just observing reporting. Right. So um, how someone would use this, uh, definitely if there are questions with maybe what their claims are, want to look into what their life looks like, uh, maybe who their family members are, how everyone's kind of dealing with things. Social media is the best way, um, I think, to start. Um, You're going to get a really good idea about who someone is by what they post or um, what things that they might follow. Right. Um, And then again, we're going to get into it. But there's so many platforms. I mean, there's something for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that the first phase of any social media investigation is understanding what you're looking for. So of course, social media investigations can be used in claims. They can be used for businesses, missing people, um, witness investigations. You know, you're having a hard time trying to find a witness or um, some claims adjusters, they have hard times finding uh, uh, finding, um, their insured. So um, social media can help with that. Absolutely. Um, so finding that prelim uh, research and the information that you have, it's challenging to find profiles nowadays, especially if people have, you know, some people use different names on social media. They want to, they don't want it to be found. So, or they um, have two, right? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> we've, had, we've had cases where they've had, you know, multiple profiles on the same platform. Um, and so, uh, you know, understanding those um, aspects and doing that research and uh, building up uh, the links to the profiles is really the first the first phase. Yeah. The informa- I, Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. Um, speaking about you, you had mentioned that this can be used for more than one thing, right? So not only are we doing maybe want to do cyber surveillance on the person, but to be used to find people too. Sure. Um, I we use this all the time because think about. You know, there, there's a certain, I would say a certain generation of people that they probably check their social media. They probably never check their voicemails. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Or, you know, I think about, you know, my brother's 26 years old. You know how many text messages he has unread? There are like 300 always. Oh my gosh. It's crazy because they just, they have lots of group messages or they use Snapchat or, you know, whatever it is. But it, I would definitely say if you're trying to get a hold of someone, sure. um, 
Instagram direct message, even Facebook message, depending on, you know, or some people just don't have phones. Yeah. I've had multiple people that do not have a cell phone active, but they have like on Wi-Fi, right? Sure. Wi-Fi, they can check their um, Facebook messenger. So um, that's just something I, I was thinking about because I've really, I would say we have a lot more success getting a hold of people through those other Especially forms. if they're younger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. But. I agree. No, 100%. Witness investigations, uh, social media and witness investigations, they go hand in hand, especially certain demographic. And um, it, it's difficult. Plus, sometimes it's hard to find a, a, an active phone number. People change their phone numbers and, um, you know, investigators can do only so much research. Mm-hmm. And so um, having um, a good social media investigator is important. Um, so when do we use investigations? We talked about witness investigations. Um, when, when is a good time to use social media investigations? I, I say right away because I think that's going to be once the claim is open, once we know, uh, what's up and what's out there, right? Right. We know who they are. Um, I, I think we need to get on it right away to get, get a better idea of who these people are. It goes back to, their progression, right? If this is at the claims phase, it's a newer thing. Let's see what they're doing now. And then if it does progress in the future, at least we have, how many times have we worked on cases where at the claims phase, we had it and then it came back two years later and we have another social media investigation. They want to do an update and the, all the profiles are gone. Yeah. that's It's very important to get on top of it right away. Um, one is it could have direct evidence that's related to a claim. Mm-hmm. Um, so a claims adjuster gets um, a case, it's um, it's red flagged, or it they feel that there's a need for investigation, they need to get on top of it right away. It may have evidence on there that needs to be preserved. We'll talk about uh, preservation here in a little bit, but it needs to be preserved because those accounts can be taken down, mm-hmm. they can be made super private, and um, that evidence is gone. Um, we've had many cases where they actually talk about the accident. Mm-hmm. They post videos and photo, um, or they um, post like uh, things that you know they shouldn't do, like "Oh, it's going to be payday for me," you know, mm-hmm. or something like that. So those types of things they need to be secured right away. If it's an attorney and you've had this claim and the data loss is two years old, you need to you still need to get on top of that. If social media hasn't been done. You need to get on top of that second that. Um, that it's there because you're going to be able to get a good idea of this person's lifestyle. You're going to get a good idea of what's out there and it may warrant more investigation. Mm-hmm. It may warrant surveillance, sub rosa. Um, and so um, social media is a very important part these days of the claims process, investigative process, or um, legal discovery. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess we can talk about, um, you know, when is it used? It can be used in court um, if it's preserved uh, appropriately. It And we'll talk about preservation a little bit. It shouldn't just be a screenshot. But it could also be used in mediation and settlement um, and um, just overall uh, your initial claims phase. I mean, adjusters can go and find evidence and go like, hey, this is not, you know, get back to the claimant and say, hey, look, it's not going to happen because we did this, you know, uh, social media investigation. So let's talk about, um, the best way to preserve evidence. Um, so it it just shouldn't be a screenshot. Well, and when you say screenshot, we, it brings me back to 
you don't want to make yourself a witness. Right. Right. So always be careful of just if you're the ones screen grabbing that. Right. Say say you're an adjuster. Right. And you screenshot it. Got or an attorney. Or an attorney. Doesn't matter. Um, and you screenshot that and you have it saved. Whoever saved that screenshot, you're now the witness to where where you have got to lay that foundation. From. You're gonna have to lay foundation. You're gonna have to do all those things. So, um, most of the time, I would say we get, hey, we found. You know, sometimes they find stuff, or our clients will find things, and then they bring it to us, and then we do our uh, more thorough research. We might find some other things, um, but really, really key is that you don't want to make yourself a witness because you don't want to. You're the only one who captured it, and then two years later, it's going to trial, and now all those profiles are gone, or they're, you know, we can't see that information. Um, well, you're going on the stand. Right. <laughs> um, and also, screenshots don't always. How do you prove that it was there and now it's not there? Right. So, what do you think about that? Yeah, or you're, you're you know, you're going on the stand, or you just can't use it. You have this golden nugget of evidence and you can't use it because the attorney doesn't want you to go on a stand or it wasn't obtained in a, in a proper way. It's a, it's a printout of a screenshot or whatever. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's important to preserve that, that information um, right away. And so how do we preserve um, social media investigations at Hudson PI? So the, the, the first thing is that to ensure that you have proper metadata. So what is metadata? Metadata is the, the information that is hidden. Um, it's behind, you don't see it on the screen, but it's it's there. It, it shows you dates, times. It shows you where that evidence was obtained. It shows you the date and time that you obtained that evidence. It shows URLs. It shows server information. It shows IP addresses so that you can properly lay foundation. If it does go to trial, you can properly lay foundation down and shows, hey, this is near original evidence. Um, that's the meta information. Also, when we preserve that evidence at Hudson PI, what we do is we download the raw information from that server. So it, it can be anywhere from an, what's called an MHTML file, where it pulls every single thing on that page that you're seeing into a raw format. Um, and it's, in my opinion, this again is opinion, I'm not an attorney, but it's 100% defensible. It is pulled from the server. It has that meta information. It has that that screen face that you saw or that video that you saw. But in addition, it has this defensible information where it's preserved evidence and it's ready to go. Why let's, do, go let's, ahead. I was going to ask you, I mean, what if that golden nugget of information that you're just talking about, you downloaded it from the server, it's in our report, we have it captured, two years from now goes to trial, and now that profile is no longer there. Right. What that, do you What do you do? Yeah. What can you say at trial? Yeah. I mean, so... Because you can show that it's there, right? Yeah. I mean, we can show that it was there. We show when it was obtained. And in addition to that, we're showing hey, they switched their account to private. Why would they do that? Was or that, they deleted it completely. Or they deleted it completely. What are they trying to hide? That might be a perception to the jury like, hey, it's now it's... Uh, well, how does that look? Yeah. Not very good. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. But um, it's, it's very important that you get on top of social media investigations right away. Things change. Um, 
I'm not alluding that plaintiff's attorneys would ever instruct their clients to do anything, but they may mention something like, hey, be careful on social media or something like that. And so maybe the claimant or plaintiff goes and they delete everything. So it's important that you get on top of it right away. Preserve it in a legal uh, and ethical way um, and ensure that that evidence is is secured. Um, a little plug on Hodson PI, we do all this and we make sure that not only do we go and find all the profiles, even the hidden ones, ones that have... Um, you know, weird usernames or names that are not their actual name. We find those, we attribute those profiles to that person. We do that by um, utilizing all of our research and all of our evidence, and we can uh, connect those things together and say, this is this person's profile and this is why. We do all that and we make sure that that evidence is preserved. So let's talk about ethical considerations in social media investigations. We talked our previous episode, ethical considerations in subrosis surveillance. There's a lot of pitfalls that come into play when um, we're conducting social media investigations. So let's let's talk about that. Yeah, I think the the main one that comes to my mind is contact. I mean, that is the biggest, I would say, problem because Again, we aren't attorneys. We're not here to give legal advice. I'm my motto. I always want to say is just how does it look? Because again, you will have to present this evidence at some point, and you better be able to do that. So when you want to get information from someone, we have to look at it as just the average Allison looking at what's available. We're not here to hack into people's profiles. We're not here to contact them to become their friend. Um, I think that is probably the main concern uh, because eventually I think in the future, I think that there may be case law that comes out in the future. I, I just, hundred percent. I just want to be, um, I'd rather err on the side of caution. hundred um, percent. Because there's already yeah. bar associations that have made internal uh, rules, uh, including the American bar association, San Diego bar association. Um, they've already made rules. There's been numerous MCLE classes approved by State of California Bar Association on contact when it comes to social media investigations. So for the adjusters that don't know, um, you know, investigators, when they're hired by an attorney, um, they are an agent of that attorney. And those investigators need to be aware of what the ethical considerations are for attorneys. And And they also need to know the no contact rule. If an individual is represented, a plaintiff or a claimant, if they're represented by um, counsel. counsel, it's, look. They're off can, limits. They're off limits. Don't talk to them. Don't call them. Don't try to contact them. They're off limits. You should be talking to their attorney, period. That's it. And so that also applies, in my humble investigator opinion, that also applies to social media contact. You can't friend people you can't talk to them on social media. You can't try to gather information from their private profile. So when you're conducting those investigations, you need to consider that and to do it in an ethical way, uh, avoid contact. Um, it's vital because perception is key. Um, not well, only is it a... It's like you can't go knock on their front door. Right. 
And it's a virtual front door. And even if they let you in, should you be there? No. Because how does that not. how does that look? Well, Mr. Hodson, what were you doing at my client's house? Exactly. What are you doing in here? Right. That's it's not yeah. it, it's, it's not going to look good. You're knocking on somebody's virtual door just because you, you they let you in. That doesn't mean anything. And then let's so let's talk about that intrusiveness of deception. An investigator should not be pretending to be anybody else, even on their social media profiles. It's the same as if I, you know, if an investigator went and pretended to be somebody to gain access into a, a country club. You can't do that. You investigators cannot pretend to be anybody else. And that includes in the virtual world. You can't create fake profiles of some good looking person that, you know, you go and you try to friend this, uh, this plaintiff so that you can gain access to their private information. You cannot do that. It's not okay. It's unethical. And when it comes to private investigators, it, there, there may be a way for you to lose your license or get sued because you, the deceptive behavior is key. You cannot pretend to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think um, we have to always go back to how many different types of social media that there is. Um, I mean, I think at our company, we go at least into 30 different profiles for 30 our plus, 30 yeah. plus or sorry, 30 plus different platforms um, that I think a lot of people forget about. Sure. And this applies to all of them. Yep. So whatever is viewable by the average person, that is the information you should use um, because that's the information that like we're all on the same we're all on the same playing field. No one's trying to hide the ball in a sense, right? I mean, of course, there's going to be surprises and you don't want to give away like tactics and different things. But on our end, if we are obtaining information that is literally anyone else can see, then it's reasonable to think that that, that people can use it against you. Sure. I mean, that's that's just the way it's going to go. Yeah. Um, so with these different platforms, let's see, what about like Yelp? Or what about... Um, Cash App, Venmo, right? Oh, Venmo's, Venmo's great. People forget about those yep. ones. Uh, you know, Venmo's great because people forget about the settings on Venmo, and it shows uh, interactions. You know, people paying for a gym membership mm -hmm. or uh, a personal trainer yeah, or yeah. surf lessons. Right? Yeah, these are all things that provide us information so that we can either further investigate or you can try to settle your claim if you're a claims mm -hmm. adjuster. There's, so. there's also a lot of platforms that are for um, physical activity, right? Um, yeah. uh, whether you're Strava. Strava, you know, if you're a bike rider, a uh, hiker, I know they have some hiking ones. Yeah. But again, it's really important to keep up. Um, this is kind of my next my next topic is keep up with the times. You have sure. to keep up with changes in social media because Gosh, years ago, um, I mean, a lot of Facebook, um, Instagram, everyone's changed their settings. Everyone's changed the way that you can search for people. Right. And so you have to have people who are trained and know how to find hidden profiles, how right. to find these other um, platforms that maybe aren't generated by a lot of these companies use algorithms and right. stuff like that might not might not find all the hidden profiles. So just to be knowledgeable with how many different things are out there. And also it depends on what they're using. I mean, TikTok, TikTok's a huge one right now. Sure. Huge one. Yeah. No, it's vital, I think, for uh, any adjuster or attorney to either uh, plug, hire Hudson PI, or <laughs> have a lot of 
a lot of knowledge in social media and understand that you can't just type in a name into the search bar and expect you're going to find that information that you need. You need to know how to search for it. You need to know how to preserve it. You need to know um, how to cross-reference it. Cross-reference it. If they have a common name and yep. maybe they live in the same area, I mean, you might think that's the person, yep. but maybe it's not. Yep. Um, also understand relatives, relatives, neighbors, friends. There's going to be a lot of information there, and um, any investigator needs to expand uh, their research to uh, those individuals as well. Um, but really, we need to understand as a group, as a team, you, you mentioned in the first episode, we're all a team. The attorneys, the investigators, the adjusters, we're a team, and our job is to decide where we're going to go with this claim. Um, Hudson PI, our job, although humble, is to collect and record evidence, and the rest of the team gets to decide what they're going to do with that. Um, yes, this is what we found do with what you want. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, that's that's all we're here for. We're not here to uh, only get evidence that only helps our client. It's right. just, this is, this is, this is it. We and give, we give the facts and you, you guys decide what you want to do with it. And sometimes the facts may not go your way. You know, sometimes we might find a lot of information that, um, you know, shows that maybe the person really did have quite a bit of treatment and um, is severely injured. And, you know, that's good too, because that's going to allow you to decide how to handle your claim. So mm-hmm. um, the guarantee that I can uh, give uh, my listeners and my clients is that you're going to get an ethical investigation. You're going to get an investigation that's done right, and it's going to be diligent. It's going to be thorough. Um, so that's that's the guarantee that I can give in social media investigations. We also have to be careful with um, that the contact phase, and um, that comes with the wide variety of, of platforms that are out there. You know, um, I think that we talked about earlier about LinkedIn and how they have oh, yeah. tracking. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, got to be careful. With you got to be careful because uh, LinkedIn will notify if you who's looking, ha- who's looking, if you have certain settings on your LinkedIn profile, they will notify the other party that you looked at their profile. And so we got to be careful and aware of that. Luckily, Hudson PI staff were all trained on those those kind of things. But, um, and you have to be aware of the rising tide of many social media platforms. Um, I remember just five years ago, TikTok was nothing. There was nothing. nothing. It's number one. I mean, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. And so you have to know how to use it. You know, have to, you, you know, you need to know how to find profiles and, um, you need to know how to preserve that, that information. Exactly. So I, I think, Getting uh, ahead of the game is, I would say, most important. Let's get uh, the social media captured as soon as possible, um, just so in the future, if it isn't there anymore, you still have that information. Um, I think a lot of people forget about, you know, the possibility that people can delete their, their uh, profiles or they'll start new ones. Sure. I mean, we've seen it all. We've seen all the different things that come with social media. I would say when things uh, get, if the claim's been going a long time, I, I usually, you know, we've seen changes, changes in postings or changes in uh, maybe stuff that was there that isn't there anymore. That's an interesting, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. We've, we've had many cases where the profile hasn't changed, but certain posts were taken down. I Mm -hmm. wonder why, I wonder why, but it was a good thing that we went and we 
we preserve that beforehand. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, or, you know, like you said before, I mean, um, it's, it's just a good way to, it's a, a day in the life of this person, yeah. um, whether it's for surveillance purposes or, uh, you know, looking at the plaintiff or the claimant or whether it's witness, are they credible? I mean, you look up maybe somebody's social media and they're posting some questionable things, yeah. maybe for their mental state or things sure. like that. Obviously we're not doctors, can't say whether they're one way or another, but are, is that a credible witness that you can bring to trial? Right. Um, who is your star witness? Um, Sometimes it's good to know. Sure. Or uh, we've worked on cases that are in trial. Hey, this is my witness list. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. Um, let's find out yeah. because be prepared. we want to be prepared for that. Um, or like finding the insurance, like you said. So yeah. we can we can do you remember that case where you found the insured by telephone poles? Like the oh. telephone lines, because you looked at. Oh, you, should we? Should we? Should before should we end, I think we should. I okay. I just thought about it because you saw the picture and you're like, I think this. You know, they posted it. It was in like the Hollywood Hills or like somewhere. It's like Alhambra, I something think. like that. Yeah. And I was like, I can't find this person. I think they just moved. We needed to find them. Oh no, it was a service subpoena. That's what it was. It was service Serving subpoena, a subpoena for attorney. Yep. Yeah, it was. A, uh, <laughs> and I was high, like, I can't find this person. High profile <laughs> insurance case. Um, the witness uh, was crucial was crucial Critical. and had two um, days to serve them <laughs> had we had two days to serve them they said they just moved their house is empty they just moved everything we have no idea where they are uh there's no way to easily find somebody when they just moved no. and you have only two days so go to social media do our um, social media uh investigation find an instagram see a photo of a backyard no house, um, no uh, no identifying signs. No, it was just trees and and uh, I think it was like a hill, like some. She, it some, was a hill, yeah. And she said, "My new backyard view." And what there was was there was high powered um, electrical lines. Now we're talking about the big A frame mm -hmm, electrical ones. lines, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Wow, I wonder if there's a way that I can figure out where these are." Luckily, thank you, federal government, the, <laughs> all of the high-powered electrical lines, there's maps of them. And I was able to search these. You know, believe it or not, there's not that many of these lines. I was able to search these. I went to th uh, thank you, Google, for your satellite photos. I went to Google. I mapped it out, pinpointed the area, and found the subject's house, and we got him served. We got her served mm -hmm. the next day. Yep. Yeah. I, I just remembered that one because, again, I, you can use social media for so many different things. I think that's a, the key here is that not only should we should we be preserving evidence, should we be gathering evidence ethically, but also we can use this for so many different investigations, yeah. whether it's going to be trying to find someone, whether it's trying to see what they're up to. Um, I just I think there's just such a wealth of information sure. that can be gathered from uh, social media. So yep. don't ever forget about it. Yep. So uh, with or that online research. Yeah. Like maps. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Open open source intelligence. Yeah. So uh, if you need an open source uh, investigator or social media uh, investigator, Hodson PI is here to help. And I think we're going to wrap this up. This has been the Hod Pod. I'm Justin Hodson. I'm Allison Peacock. Thank you so much. And we'll see you at the next one.